welcome to yet an exciting edition of Unscripted with Liz. I'm your host, Olivia Chichi, the podcast butterfly. And now I always say this, when you're tuned in to Unscripted with Liz, make sure you're sipping on some good coffee or tea, whatever beverage that best suits your needs. Um, so today's episode is a little bit on the edge, seeing that we're in the month of love. And like I said earlier, we're going to have... Um, a love series where we basically just talk about all things love because we're in the month of love and this month is pretty much every lover's favorite month of the year if you ask me and um today we're basically going to talk about godly dating and my guest for today guys my guest for today is really just the right person that suits this topic yes so his name is Sylvester Mbilikile aka Uncle A him and I come from way back he's my childhood friend I have seen him transform I have seen him transition into the man he is today and honestly it gives me um, great honor to be able to have this conversation with him today so um, Sylvester welcome so, uh, are you excited to be here? Because yeah, I feel like I'm, I'm very excited, my you know? energy is not rubbing <laughs> yeah. off on you. No, it, it feels so good. Actually, I cannot uh, express my, yeah, my happiness. It's just something amazing, yeah. Okay, so today's topic is godly dating. You know, the time I told you, the time I asked you actually if at all we can have this conversation, I thought you were going to ask why me? Because I really got um, such responses from people like, hey, can I do an episode with you? Okay, what's the topic? You tell them and then they're like, why me? So I actually thought you were going to do that. And to my surprise, I was just like, oh, good. When you want me to come over, I was like, okay. Yeah. This is, this is really good. Well, dating is something I, I, I feel nice to talk about, yeah. You no feel way. nice to talk about. So yeah. are you in yeah. any... <laughs> are you dating? <laughs> no, at the moment, no, no. But you're always excited to talk about Yeah, it, it just feels nice because, you know, love is a very beautiful thing. Love is a very beautiful thing. Truth be told, it is. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's just that we're in a generation where things have been distorted and it looks to be something else. And you, you hear quotes like, love, you can die. But my love, you can <laughs> die, except. Yes, stuff like that. But uh, from, from the inception, your love was meant to be a very beautiful thing. And no wonder God shows us his love by sending his one and only begotten son. Exactly. Yeah. You know, that is something that I was also, I think I had a conversation with either my brother or my best friend. I was telling them to say, you know, Christ already died on the cross to actually let love manifest. And so having people say, Vama love, you can die, is like, okay, so what did Jesus do? I mean, Jesus died for people. Should we also die? So I feel like that's a little bit uh, of a cliche, especially for us as Christians. But anyway, we won't dive into that. Today's yeah. topic is basically dating, godly dating, godly please. Dating. Wonderful. Godly dating. So, um, what do you understand from godly dating? What's what comes to your mind when anybody or when somebody just says godly dating? Wonderful. Um, godly dating. Um, this is simply dating of two people um, sharing. Um, a common thing which is um, an understanding of what love is and mm-hmm. growing in it together with the intention of these two people marrying only that these two people do this uh, relationship in a godly way following the precepts and standards of God mm-hmm. God is the standard for their relationship mm-hmm. yeah 
God is the standard of the relationship. Now I'm beginning to think God is the standard. What exactly do you mean God is the standard? Cuz I believe um this is something that I've observed. You find that a lot of people claim to have God as the standard of their life. Like I respect God, I have reverence for God and you know there's this all this notion around God. People claim to have reverence for God. And I feel like when you have reverence for God automatically people assume God is the standard of whatever you do. So now when you talk of godly dating having the aspect of God being the standard what exactly do you mean? Well, when I say God being the standard for a relationship or dating um I simply mean um you know God is our maker. He is our manufacturer to say. Yeah. So if say he is our manufacturer or he is our maker whatever we do is in line with what he has put in in his manual for our lives and our manual is the bible so if god says uh, sex before marriage is okay then that's what we we live by but if he says sex before marriage is a sin which is fornication mm-hmm. then it is a standard that we live by and in our dating we should in as much as the bible has said it not condone it by any chance so do you Okay like this is something that I like this is something that comes to my mind whenever I think of godly dating for me I I feel like purity is like at the core of a relationship maybe because I'm just crazy about purity but I feel like what really distinguishes um godly dating and just dating is the aspect of having the god standard obviously like god being the standard and when god being and when god is the standard it automatically means that purity is an aspect of your relationship because the bible um it should be in first peter 1 16 15 somewhere there where it says god commands us to be holy for he is holy and if god is the standard and according to your definition you say we have to be at a place where whatever we do is in line with god whatever we do is reflecting god so i feel like purity is a component and now I, this is something that i've observed as well so guys by the way i'm just so much into observations a whole lot of guys are not really into the whole purity thing because you find that okay this is a christian brother from the church and they claim to have the god standard in their life and they want to do things the god way and then here's a sister who tells them to say i want to yes i want to be in a relationship with you but i want us to pursue purity and i feel like purity has different meanings for different people so how is it that most brothers find it hard to pursue purity And when somebody talks about purity what what exactly comes to your mind is it no kissing no touching or is just no sex but we can do this other stuff Well um when I talk about purity I mean not doing anything that would lead me and my partner to to sinning mm-hmm. Yeah so um yeah I've, I've also observed this this such a thing where even believers these people that we see in church mm-hmm. they are active and 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 what not they engage in sex premarital sex to say mm-hmm. they they do all those things it's all because of um, not being transformed you see, you see the bible uh, tells us in romans 12 to say uh, i beseech you therefore brethren by the mercies of god that you present your bodies as a living sacrifice holy and acceptable yeah. so uh, it, it it continues to say um, do not be conformed to this world no the, the the patterns of this world but be transformed 
by the renewing of the mind. So um, I think what lacks in most of the believers who who engage in in these activities that the Bible tells us not to mm-hmm. is just a lack of transformation. It's not that they are not believers or something. They're not just transformed. You see, um, one gets to a point where when you're just fully transformed, mm-hmm. you know, some things don't just just make sense. They don't make sense. You they don't want to do them because the maker uh-huh. has said you're not supposed, you're to, not do supposed to do them. So if you're comfortable doing them, there's just something that is lacking. Yeah. Would you say it's taking grace for granted? Or maybe it's, I mean, how would a fully, I don't even know how to, because uh, there was this one time I was with a friend, sorry to drive you away from it. And I say that person is not a genuine believer. And then they're like, oh, how do you know that's not a genuine believer? So I don't want to use the word genuine, but... Okay, you know what? <laughs> they're not just in a place where they're, 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 transformed. they're transformed. You see, yeah. And no wonder the Bible constantly um, tells us to study the scriptures. Mm-hmm. It says, this book of the Lord shall not depart, depart from your mouth, but you shall meditate upon it day and night that you may have good success. Mm-hmm. So success, even in our, even in our Christian walk, in in our dating, mm-hmm. it will only come as we constantly align with what the Maker has guided us with in the Scriptures. Mm-hmm. So as we constantly read the Scriptures, we discover to say we are delivered. Every time we read the Scriptures, we are delivered, and with time you discover to say. Some things that we used, some things that used to make sense way back, they'll stop making. Yeah. So as we constantly align ourselves with what the Maker has written in the Holy Scriptures, Mm -hmm. we are transformed. Okay. Now I I want to have some experience from you, because I feel like we've dealt so much on the Word of God, which is very much okay. Because at the end of the day, that is what is required of us. But uh, you're single now. I believe you've dated before. Back in the day, you had some. You know, uh, did you follow the guidelines, the precepts that the Bible has for us? Did you do that? If at all you didn't, why didn't you? If you did, how was it? Because honestly, I need lessons. Yeah, way, way, way back, um, I, I used to. <laughs> yeah, I, I used to be in a relationship. A very no, 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 no. Yeah. Is it is it just a relationship or it's a whole lot? Yeah, I, I, I personally, I went. I feel like we haven't spoken about this like away from the podcast and so i want to have insights okay. like you know not just one person but even certain people that you once dated and you feel like okay there's some lessons i learned from this like the things i'm not supposed to do or the things i'm supposed to do in a relationship in fact a godly relationship as i pursue god and pursue this woman yeah, way back, um, <laughs> yeah, the, the, the times I, I dated, uh-huh. I think then I wasn't... The times I did, just at the time I was... <laughs> it, it feels like you don't plan on dating anytime soon. <laughs> oh, well... <laughs> yeah, it was it was a beautiful thing to fall in love. Yeah, mm-hmm. stuff happened. Yeah, mm-hmm. but to be to be honest, um, mm-hmm. uh, I, I wasn't in a godly relationship. Is it for everybody you dated before now, or there were some that you tried, yeah, but I think that you were the, not? The, the last person, we, yeah, we tried doing things the, the, the godly way, though at times would would just, yeah. Fall short. Yeah, fall what short. Do, what, what do you think caused the falling? 
was yeah. it because you were not yeah. really consistent or maybe it was just like ah not the, the, let's the, just do what we gotta do it was the foundation the oh. foundation wasn't right mm-hmm. yeah so things just uh we, we just started uh, forcing things yeah at a point where we had already gotten used to to the to the stuff that weren't supposed to do yeah also oh, now you were trying to trans- yeah, um, transition trans- yeah and I, i i must confess it wasn't something easy mm-hmm. yeah but yeah here and there we yeah we, we we pushed a bit though things didn't just work out and we ended up apart yeah but for the last relationship yeah the the the, the last one it was yeah it was something godly mm-hmm. i can say yeah So would you would you say it's hard to transition let's say i'm in a relationship with somebody and we didn't really start off our relationship basing god as the standard or we didn't really pursue purity in as much as we should and now we tr- we're trying to do things differently do you think it's hard for people to transition like okay to focus like if you want to stop all this and we want to shift to something that yeah. is god's standard Yeah, it's I, I should confess from a personal experience it's not something easy um, maybe let me give uh, this example can you miss tequila right now tequila or vodka no have you have you tested it okay. yeah okay the reason um, maybe I, I just chose something that you've tested okay okay But let's you, let's do um What have I been not tested? Uh, I haven't had cabbage before. I think we can do that. Certainly you can. But imagine I have tested something. You know somebody told me it's easy to live without something you've never had before and it's uh-huh. hard to live without something you've had before. Very true because you know the goodness of that thing. Mm-hmm. So that that time you, you 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 feel like not doing it. You remember the times that you But what the, if what the if, comfort that you found in that thing. So it's just this yeah what if you set boundaries to say okay since back in the day we used to do this and we'll be in such a place we're going to try by all means to say we're going to be outside we're going to be at the park we're going to take walks we're going to be around family or friends so that we just don't do the things we're doing yeah if if say the standards that you've set will be followed it's, mm-hmm. it's yeah it's it, it obviously can be achieved it can be achieved but yeah, it's but just if hard it's one who's weak then certainly Hard. just forget yeah and so in in your definition of godly dating at the beginning you spoke about the end goal being marriage does that mean that godly dating comes with a specific age or maybe just okay i can start dating at 15 when i plan on getting at 20 when i plan on getting married at 25 or maybe it comes with age and probably a little bit of some maturity because nowadays you find a 12 year old talking about a boyfriend or a girlfriend and you wonder So now, do you think godly dating comes with age? Yeah. Personally, um I don't see any age attached to dating. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
um, but one thing I can advise even the, the youngsters out there is don't date for for wrong reasons don't date for fun because I've, 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 I've heard it in the society so you also. don't date for fun because no, honestly I'm thinking you know this is a trust me a whole lot of people are in relationships now because it's February and you probably want to get a uh, gift uh, no. or you want to go out you want to go to Sampia you know Siabonga is happening so you just or maybe you feel like because a lot of university students actually speak about um, re- stress relief and then so they feel like okay school is putting pressure on me I have a lot of assignments a lot of tests the exams is coming up and whatnot and then you just feel like I just need this person that can just cool me like I don't really want to get married to them because like after I graduate it's deeping you get and so it's like we're just doing this for now like for fun those are very wrong reasons for entering a relationship you know we we've, we've got to understand hearts are not toys mm-hmm. so the moment i attach myself to someone mm-hmm. there's there's a lot of investment that is involved mm-hmm. so if we're going to play around with hearts and you know this is for fun mm-hmm. this is why we were in a generation where it is even um, difficult for people to to love Oh yeah. The, the, the right way. Yeah. Because we, it's, it's a situation where I, I take something so yeah, something I'm supposed to maybe wear in an interview. Some then I, I, I start playing around with it. Then the moment it's stand what, what happens the, the, the day of an interview? Mm. Certainly there will be yeah. <laughs> so you want to to date for the right reasons. So no dating for fun. No dating for fun. No dating for Valentine's. <laughs> Why? It's, it's actually nonsense to date for fun. Yeah, because you want to get a gift or you want to take somebody out. If you want to take someone out... Just take them. No, take your family out. You you have the family, <laughs> your friends, obviously. Uh-huh. So you can hang around with... Okay, so people. I'm telling you this. I want a gift on Valentine's Day since I'm single. <laughs> oh my God. I yes. also want a gift then. <laughs> yeah, but then we'll figure something out. Don't worry. No, but yeah. I'm serious about a gift. <laughs> you can send it through to the startup. Yes. No, we'll figure that out. Don't worry. Yeah. So you say there's no age attached the to... The age is when you feel you are ready to marry. And I would advise it's, it's done within a short period of time. And this is why... But what happens when you have needs? When you have needs, this is... No. <laughs> no, like let's not get away from the fact that we're human beings okay. and we do have needs. You know, you want to feel loved, you want to cuddle with somebody, you want to be at a place where you know you're romancing, doing it the God the way, of course, but you just want to have that feel good moment. You want to have somebody who's going to give you a good morning text. And then you're not really ready because for me, okay. I'm not ready to get married because I still have two more years before I complete school. And I'm just not ready. I'm just not ready. But again, the need comes. Trust me, it makes sense for a girl to wake up and just find a good morning, beautiful. It makes sense for you to just have somebody say, I got you a little something, you know, because I'm a very sentimental person. And did, did you realize that those are not even needs? Eh? They're just wants. Eh? Can you die without them? <laughs> No, I can't. um, All those things are what lead to most of us youths making mistakes. Uh So we, yeah, we we think 
we're supposed to be in a place where we yeah we receive good morning text. No, social media is actually distorting us. Come on, you go on social media, you check someone's status, and you find that they've screenshotted a, a conversation with their bay, or you go on social media, you find that these celebrities are showing you romance and whatnot. And come on, the cravings are always inevitable. So I I, I feel um, the, the other. Problem, For how long have you been single? This is almost two years now. You've never had that moment where you just feel like, mm, okay, no. but I need to grow. I've, I've, I've devoted myself to books. I think oh. I'll become a monk. <laughs> yeah, I should so, probably do that. Yeah, so um, one other thing I think that I've observed is most of us youths are suffering from the, 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 the issue of our identity. We have an identity crisis. Mm-hmm. So one of the things that will lead to you wanting all those things mm-hmm. could be yeah, an identity crisis because when when you are whole and you are complete, you you obviously not need anyone to compliment you for you to to feel good because you know everything about you is what the Lord has has put in. He's put you in that place mm-hmm. for a for a reason. For a purpose. Yeah, so you you don't want to to do the wrong things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, I always like saying that family and friends also play a very important role in somebody who's single. I don't know about you, but I'm a very sentimental person. And so I, I'm really in touch with my emotions. And so I, I definitely want a good morning text from somebody. I definitely want somebody to give me something. I definitely want somebody to say, hey, can we spend time? Can we take a walk? You get it. So if you can be able to identify your love language and just have uh, a few individuals in your life that can play the role without necessarily you looking for somebody i feel like that also helps and also i love the fact that you spoke about identity this is something that uh i spoke about in episode one where we have people that don't really know who they are and so they don't know what they are supposed to do and what they're not supposed to do because if you know to say sylvester has is 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 a man who is after god's heart you will know that this i will not do this i will do but then if you don't know your identity whatever the wind blows that's what you're gonna do and only i find that people are being influenced by social media they're being influenced by the movies they watch the music they listen to and also what you listen to what you watch what you devote your time to also plays an important role I love the fact that you're devoted to books because that way you won't have time to look around and see which girl's doing fine, <laughs> which girl can be. <laughs> yeah. So I want to talk about finances. For some reason, I feel like finances are a guy's best friend when it comes to relationships because yeah. most guys feel like, hey, these gozas are all after. Money. Exactly. Yeah. When is it after since it's not? So um, in... In, in just a secular or just a relationship relationship I feel like the whole aspect of money and stuff is not really spoken about that much because society has taught men to say it's your duty to do this and that and whatnot but for godly dating is it a little bit different well um, my my take on, on the issue of finances is uh, a relationship is uh, or dating is simply a journey leading to marriage so whatever it is that you're doing whatever it is that you're doing in the relationship is just preparation for for the bigger picture which is marriage, marriage. Mm-hmm. so um, even as you relate you want mm-hmm. to be in a place where your finances don't interfere mm-hmm. in in your relationship the, the, the major problem could be dependency 
yeah i've, I've seen relationships where the lady becomes dependent on the guy yeah and that brings about problems why well, it's basically it be, you helping out as the guy you should help out from from your from your will not where someone has to as yeah so you feel it's wrong for women to ask from guys it's let's say wrong. um the way I'm, i'm at school and maybe i don't have money for groceries and i say babe i don't have money for groceries it's, it's not a problem if it's not a problem if someone asks and they don't have uh-huh. but it becomes a problem where they they, they make it like uh, this guy is is supposed to provide whether like he likes it's a must. yeah it shouldn't be a must mm-hmm. if he has let him provide let him provide if he doesn't have yeah it shouldn't be like yeah well, yeah you even <laughs> you even won on your status as a stingy yeah, man that's st- stingy man this stingy yeah you know guys can't just speak out some, sometimes uh-huh. but most of the guys out there are, are, are struggling yeah true yeah so it, it becomes a problem where you you just want him to to provide whether he has or he doesn't have yeah but you know I've, i've seen relationships where both partners support each other financially mm-hmm. and it's a beautiful thing so, so I, i i encourage ladies wherever i go to mm-hmm. to engage in the business world as well so they, they are not dependent on a man mm-hmm. a man is challenged when you are you are lady yeah you are independent mm-hmm. so definitely you'll be forced to yeah to just provide to avoid the, uh-huh. yeah to, 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 to avoid the, the drama of oh. oh no he's stingy he's, he's stingy yeah. somebody told me to say if you notice stingy people that means you ask too much yeah i, I I've actually <laughs> I've, i've actually talked about it as well uh-huh. a number of times Yeah so you you don't want to be that person that's always identifying the stingy yeah. the stingy people in your life so if you are, if you if you know everyone in your family that is stingy then you have a problem <laughs> you are also a beggar i should say yeah. so you want to be that person that also fights then he uh, also see your efforts and he'll be compelled to just provide even when he, yeah you don't ask yeah. you don't ask yeah so we are almost concluding this episode Valentine's is coming. Valentine's. Okay. <laughs> Valentine. What are your plans? Well, it's Valentine. not a working day. You obviously be at home Sunday, chilling. Sunday, so Valentine. what are your plans? Well, I, I guess it's just <laughs> worship as usual. Yeah. Sunday so I'll see I, I might yeah, let me let me make a plan for my family. I might take my family oh. out there. Eh? And and do you think Valentine is just for lovers or maybe it can be you expressing love towards your cousin, towards your sibling? It should be love for everyone. Love. love for everyone. Yeah. As long as they are loved ones, you you can do something nice for them. Let's not confine ourselves to to just loving those are, I, I think I've seen this trend especially in guys. Mm-hmm. They cannot even take out, out uh, their family. Yeah. It's just I think this is where the whole Valentine's is coming where your boyfriend <laughs> stuff is coming from yeah. because we feel like Valentine's is just supposed to be for lovers when in the actual sense brothers can do something for their sisters. Yeah. I hope my brother Friends. is listening to this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, sisters can do something, you know, daughters, mothers can can do something for the people that are within their circle or the people that they love. So um what are your last remarks as we come to the end of this episode? Well, my last remark. Any shout outs? <laughs> uh, my last remarks would be a recommendation for a book. Uh-huh. If you want to engage in God in dating, yes. let us read uh, let us read the book by Dr. Mouse Monroe, uh-huh. Waiting and Dating. Waiting I and think dating. yeah, it will give 
yeah, a number of good principles that will guide godly relationships. I would definitely include the book and the author in the description box. Uh huh. Yeah, yeah. I think this would be my last. Any shout outs? Well, I think we'll do that some Okay, thank you so much guys for tuning in up until the end. We have come to the end of this episode. I sure did have fun and I learned a whole lot, especially on godly dating because for some reason we actually take it for granted, especially as believers and even non-believers. I believe it's very important to have God at the center of your relationship as you love on each other just having god as the standard and also pursuing purity because it's very cardinal so like i always say i'm gonna say it again um i want us to keep interaction i want us to keep this conversation going you can follow me on my instagram account that is at uh, podcast butterfly and on twitter at unscripted with leave and let's just keep this conversation going and if you're using the anchor up to listen to this podcast you can always drop me a message and i'll gladly respond this has been olivia to the podcast butterfly and like i always say i'm gonna say it again i don't want to be known for what i'm for i don't want to be known for what i'm against i want to be known for what i'm for and i am for people regardless of who you are i love you and god loves you too enjoy the rest of the week <laughs>